time. Hey, O'Double. Hey, Jerese. No more. This one's for you. No more. O'Double Herrera. As the great Dan Baker would say, center fielder O'Double Herrera. He is no more. No mas. Thank God. O'Double. So it's a great day in the history of the franchise. If you go back to From the Nosebleeds in years past, I was, you know, promoting Odubo Herrera uh, pre-domestic uh, violence, may I add. Uh, yeah, it was pre. Uh, and then uh, I forgave bad, bad, bad him. Bad no, I'm joking. Uh, uh. But seriously, it's a good day in Philadelphia as Dave Dombrowski has made some moves as we welcome everyone into From the Nosebleeds. Seamus, Vince, and Pat, they're all here. Taylor's chugging some... Uh, cheese curls in the corner. Um, but seriously, a very good day chips. for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, they, they overall addressed every need that they had in ways. For example, grabbing Edmundo Sosa from the St. Louis Cardinals addresses infield depth and incrementally speaking, being better defensively anywhere is going to help you win. Um, and then today, of course, trading for uh, David Robertson, who we know from years past, right, Pat? You remember David Robertson? Yeah, the one game he pitched in 2019. Seven or eight, but, you know, pretty much. Um, And then the big splash, the caveman. We acquired a caveman today, uh, and that would be center fielder Brandon Marsh from the Angels. And also Noah Syndergaard is here. Listen, we all wanted Rodon. We all wanted uh, 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 Pablo Lopez. Uh, none of those guys ended up moving, so I guess, you know, not really a loss there for Dombrowski. He realized that Syndergaard was the best match. Um, don't know why the Ma- the Maui thing, the Tyler Maui thing didn't work out, but they grabbed some depth in the rotation. So overall, a very good trade deadline for Dave Dombrowski, which makes this team an already good team in a playoff spot right now even better. What do you guys think? I think they definitely, definitely improved the roster in that regard. I mean... You were very severely lacking in center fielder, obviously, with a guy named Odubel Herrera fucking playing there and just absolutely sucking. Like, literally day in, day out, just, like, missing plays, running the bases terribly. Like, simple things you would expect a major league baseball player to be able to do in his sleep. He couldn't read balls. He, like, he was just terrible. He was awful. I mean, and he was painful to watch in a lot of ways. Like for example, I remember when because he, it's baseball. I remember when he threw the ball away into the stands with one or with one or two outs. I mean, just like boneheaded plays like that, swinging at pitches that are fifty feet out of the strike zone. Uh, it's just, it, I mean, he's a disaster. Not having him on this team already makes them better. Uh, not having Jerice Familia on the team already makes them better. There was a report. I don't know. I saw it on like uh, the pregame programming for the Phillies tonight as they begin a two-game set in Atlanta, um, where the the feeling was that when when Thompson was addressing the press, that Familia actually felt a bit relieved because it was just day in, day out, night in, night out, just disastrous for him, and that was pretty much his entire tenure as a Phil, outside of a few nice uh, moments for him. But overall, he hurt this team bad, and not having him on the rosters making them better. So it, it's good that both of those guys are gone. Uh, I like Marsh. I've always liked Marsh. Ruben Amaro Jr. on the pregame show today was a little overboard when he said he's one of the best young players in that division. Um, that's a little overboard for me, but he's only 24-plus defender. The bat is something that he needs to work on. Um, he's hitting like 224, 226 or something like that, but he does have eight homers. So 24 years old. That's your answer in center field for at least the next couple of years. And, I mean, so. that sets you up nice to have him here for a couple of years and let Crawford develop down there. Exactly. In uh, minors. So, I mean, if he comes up eventually, yeah, him and Harper are going to be a little dynamic duo out there in the outfield. Absolutely. And, and you know, who knows what's going to happen with Johan Rojas, too, who is um, uh, developing quite nicely down there. So, yeah, I mean, it, it looks good for the Phillies right now. And uh, for all for all the gain that the Phillies had today, which is great, um, I think the best takeaway is that uh, we lost two domestic abusers. So that's a win. Yeah, that's definitely uh, that's definitely a win. Um, yeah, those guys kind of sucked on. Also, the also, I need to chime fields. in real quick. Did you guys uh, plan your outfits today or? No, because I'm actually wearing a are, Reese Hoskins. For shirt. those of you not watching the Believe visual podcast, uh, Seamus and Pat are both wearing a blue Philly shirtsy. Very cute. Yes, 
And Taylor and Patrick can confirm that I'm wearing a Reese Hoskins uh, shirtsy, jersey. Yeah, that's kind of And I wrote in Hoss. It's, it's Odubel Herrera, actually. No, it's not. Yeah, I do have an Odubel Herrera all-star shirtsy. It's number, it's number 37, not 17. No, it's number 17. Um, I, I don't believe you. And I wrote in, uh, in a pen, Hosk out, because fuck that guy. Dude, I, I was hoping so much. Yeah, wait, so why don't much. you show off your hand tattoos, too? Oh, uh, I do have a couple hand tattoos here. On my left, it says Marsh Season. And on the right, it says Thor Season. Not giving too much love to David Robertson because I don't have a third arm. But, um, yeah, I, I'm pretty... You could have wrote it on your forehead. I'm pretty jacked up. Uh, we, we walked into the studio to John Bartrand and Vince Quinn in here. And uh, I was amped up about the Phillies. You know, Bartra being an Iowa guy, he's a big Cubs fan. So you mean on your walk-in? Yeah, you know, on my walk into the studio with uh, radio veterans John Barchard and Vince Quinn, uh, they saw how optimist, optimistic I was about the Phillies, and both of them tried to tear me down, like, like, like really tear me down. And that just gives me even more drive for, to root for the Eagles to be utterly m- miserable this season so they can feel the same uh, pain that I've been feeling with the Phillies. So uh, hopefully it's a miserable Bell and the Birdman season. And, uh, you know. That, uh, is, that is not a statement I can do. No, nah, I'm joking. I, I obviously hope the Eagles do well. But, I, I mean, to tear down, as Philadelphia sports fans, the Phillies is really, really, really. Well, I mean, John's not a Philadelphia sports fan. That's true. but He's not know, from here. He's not from here, but he's an Eagles fan, right? Like, So, you know, at least adopt the Phillies. I don't know, man. Whatever. We'll have him on nah. next week. <laughs> we'll have John on next week to talk about the Phillies. It, that was kind of like, you know, uh, that that would be like a roast. Like like the roast of Sheamus would be having John Barchard and Vince Quinn on, on the show. Just just because they would tear me down about my uh, Phillies takes. But overall, I'm, dude, I'm actually excited for this team. You get Harper back. You get Segura back. Uh, Taylor's over there in the corner shaking his head. But I really well, feel like this year is different. I don't know uh, if you guys, <laughs> like, share that. The good, listen, I don't I, know if I you do. share that sentiment. I think that there was a good shot they were going to grab a wild card this year, like just based off the team that they were, and you know the addition of another wild card spot in the playoffs. But uh, I feel like with these moves, I feel like at this point it isn't like as crazy as years past to say like the Phillies are probably going to sneak into the, that third. Th- what is the third wild card spot? The third wild yeah. card spot, yeah. and um, you would think, Listen. barring a huge turnaround by Thor, it's probably going to be Wheeler, Nola, and. I don't know. Is it? Are they going to put Thor in a game three wild card? I don't know. It'll probably be Gibson, but uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, that's like way too far down the line right now. All I know about, is, but all I we'll know see. Is At least they have some more options. There's a good possibility that this year will be the first year in my entire life I can watch a Phillies playoff game and drink a goddamn beer, and that's all I've wanted for a decade. Oh, dude, uh, inject that inject into my veins, dude. Put put, I mean, put it like an IV we've, of we've of talked beer. And streamline we've, it. We've had conversations before about, you know, the identity of the sports town and shit. And people are always debating, you know, because people love to debate. Oh, it's a new football town. It's a baseball town. Who fucking cares? All I know is this town is electric when the Phillies are good. Red October is amazing. And, like, the vibes are just different. Like, who doesn't love the fall, first of all? Just the weather, the atmosphere. Throw a little playoff baseball into that. The town feels good. Like, there's nothing better than that whole mix of emotions right there. How about the birds playing simultaneously on the same day as a fucking Phillies playoff game? There's nothing more about. sweet than that. Oh my god! And then the the uh, the, the major networks got to shake up the uh, shake up the games. Maybe an Eagles game will get bumped in nighttime because the Phillies are playing a day wild card game. Who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? I'm yeah, just saying. Fu- these are the things that get me weird. excited. Would never happen. These are the things that happen, dude. That they happen in playoffs past. They've happened. Uh, the, the, the games have been flexed for the Phillies. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, to, to the Eagles and pl- playing at the same time the Phillies are playing meaningful baseball games, dude. I can't, like, stop thinking about that. I really can't. Like, all I want to do is see James Harden and Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid sitting at a Phillies playoff game and rooting them on to victory. And, dude, you know what? I think it's going to happen. Harden's probably a Strohs fan. Probably because he's from Houston, right? Or he's from—he's not from. He's Houston, not from. But the, the career he sent there, yeah, that's fine. But Maxi, he better be a Phillies fan, you know. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, Texas. Oh, he's probably <laughs> an Astros <laughs> fan as well. But uh, listen, that'll be a fun World Series when the Phillies get 
obliterated by the Astro. While we're on the Nothing topic of other, other, while we're on the topic of other teams, into my veins. The, f- the first like big news the news of the day, I think. I mean, I was at work, so I wasn't fully checking as the time went by. But uh, Juan Soto to big the fan. Padres is crazy. That's crazy. The Padres are gonna win it all, dude. Uh, but here's the thing about the Padres. Tatis Jr. can stay healthy. Listen, dude, yeah. dude, who cares about Tatis Jr.? You don't think they'll be good without Tatis oh, no. Jr., with Listen, Juan no, Soto, Josh Bell? No, I mean, they already have been, too. Cronenworth, gonna, exactly. Like, they're going to be good regardless. I'm just saying, like, with that, you know, with that bat in the lineup, uh, it's going to be pretty unstoppable. Oh, they, they are sick. But they did lose Luke Voigt, and they did lose Eric Hosmer. Boo-hoo. Dude, Eric Hosmer is going to be hated in San didn't, Diego for all eternity. Uh-oh. <laughs> That that would be Dave Dombrowski. <laughs> Dave, are you there? Dave, welcome to uh, from the Newsweeds. How are that's you, like, buddy? That's like the millionth uh, fucking s- scam call I've gotten in the last week. Excuse me, everybody. Maybe it was it someone? Someone's trying to sell you uh, Phillies playoff tickets. <laughs> I, I, that might have been Oduble. That was I a good a, call there, Taylor. It might have been either Oduble or Juris. I got a call earlier this week, and you know how like sometimes it'll say spam risk. This one just said political call. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting oh, well, that's from Joe Harrisburg. Biden. That's Joe Biden calling you. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi's hey, all Jack. over the place. Isn't that's it, communism. What's going on finest. with Nancy Pelosi? Is this, is this, is this Donald? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you're wrong. Right. Truth anyway, social excuse, will prevail. Excuse me. Oh, man, that's... Listen, the next time I'm in the studio, I'm telling everybody right now, I am doing that experiment where I'm creating a truth social account and seeing if I can get banned in an hour. Vince, Vince you better, should do you better that hurry tonight. Up. Yeah. I, I would do that, like, tonight. I think you should All get right. on that because that would be amazing. Just tweet out a bunch of liberal soy boy shit and see how long uh, you'll last on that platform. Maybe Donald Trump himself will respond to one of your posts. Right, Listen, I have very like, large hands. I don't know why this man's saying I have tiny hands. Uh, they're large. Like I mean, they are large hands. Large. We're only, like, ten minutes into the show. I guess I'll start now. I'm downloading the app, so let's see how long this takes. It's 8.01. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See, Wait, can, can we, real quick... Fox News just shoving Trump aside. Yeah, but like, but that's a smart move by Fox News because the the Trumpian era is going to come to an end because Ron DeSantis is going to be their new face. Ugh. So Ron DeSantis, is a Ugh. young guy, is going to be around for a long time. Trump is nearing the end. I mean, Kinda let's be honest. Shot. Uh, listen, I don't advocate for violence on the airwaves here. Have no, you I've seen? The, have you seen the new look? What? Who? Trump? No. Yeah, he looks he bloated. Looks, like even he more looks bloated. Bad. He looks like a copy of himself. Like <laughs> <nothing>. <laughs> you think Donald Trump would come on from the nosebleeds, given Vince's vitriol? At this point, he, he's dying for a platform. Dude, I would love <laughs> to have Donald Trump on this podcast and like convince his people that we're some like uh, right-wing lunatic show. And he'll be like, hey, Seamus, it's great to see you. you're going to do big things in life. Let me tell you, if you love Trump, it's going to be amazing. Vince, you too, man. Uh, but that's going to be fun. I think fun. Vince's parents would like officially invite him back <laughs> into the family. Yeah, but like Vince is going to destroy Donald Trump. If we have From Donald Trump, I don't think I don't think Vince would have the balls to do it. You don't think so? You don't think? Nah. dude, it's kind of like me and Taylor. Your point last week when you said if Reese Hoskins walks in here, you'll quote melt. Right? That may be true. I would like to think that it's not. But I have a feeling that if Vince ran into Donald Trump and convinced, hey, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he would shake his hand. I, I really do think he would shake you his hand. You think I would wrong? shake hands with Donald Trump? Yes. I, if yes, you saw I him, you would yes. cripple. If you, you would cripple under yes. the anxiety. Listen, if you saw Donald Trump at the Fox Chase Academy, <laughs> I guarantee you, you would go up to that man and shake his hand. I and you'll be like, dude, Donald he's a celebrity. Trump's, I mean, dude, there's sh- nothing to do with politics. I would Not shake Donald it, it's Trump's a, it's hand. A, it's a past president, guys. I had to get a picture. I would shake Donald Trump's hand only if my own hand was coated in ricin. Oh, oh wow! You'd be dead. Yeah, I would. I would sacrifice myself if man. Never mind. Vince, I know you would crumble. I know There's, you would crumble uh, just because you wouldn't read that text the other uh, week. Vince, yeah, Vince, yes. I, I think you. I think you would <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy no Donald Trump's the, presence. There's no shot in the world I would shake hands with him. I, yes, I disagree. Would. I disagree. No, you would, would, you would just be like starstruck. I think. No, I think you would be starstruck. You'd be like, oh, dude, the guy from The Apprentice. Hold on. I know I'm laughing, but I couldn't be any more serious. I, I wouldn't no, like, I go out of my way to start a confrontation, Hold but I it. also would not shake hands with Donald Trump. Would you, I, I th- would you I, shove him? 
All right, put it no, this I way. Would shove him, would I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't root? talk to him. I would walk by him. If you saw, would you grab his toupee off his head? If you saw Rudy Giuliani at at the Planet Fitness in Fox Chase, would would, would you stay, say something to him? I would stay far away Vince from Rudy on Giuliani. Steroids, keep in mind. Because if I fell, if I even fell into him or something, he might sue me for assault. You saw that video of the guy <laughs> assault. Him a, yeah, assault. I, I would go. I would go out of my way to make sure I didn't go anywhere near him. All right, let's All right, continue this game just for a yeah. little bit more. Hold on, hold on. We're, we're going to continue this game. Um, listen, all right, so here's a little Sarah bit Palin. more of an outlier. Would you bang Sarah Palin? If you came across... No, seriously, would you? I Vince. would totally fuck Sarah Palin. Vince, would you bang Sarah Palin? <laughs> My girlfriend might listen to this podcast, so the only Sarah I'm... She's got, yeah, yeah, but Sarah Palin's got lame. an age, too. <laughs> I, w- I, would, I would bang the conservative right out of uh, Sarah Palin. No, you wouldn't. That's what I would do. Yeah, Sarah well, Palin's Vince, if you were not in a relationship... Sarah okay, no, I'm in John McCain, else. Sarah Palin. John McCain, Sarah Palin. Uh, yeah, would I you guess. fuck John McCain and Sarah Palin? <laughs> I would not fuck would you, John McCain. Would you be in an orgy with John McCain's dead corpse and Sarah Palin? Um, no, I, I probably wouldn't be, but if Palin's involved, maybe I would. Um, you totally would. All right, but let's continue this game real quick. If you saw Kem Rosenthal at the <laughs> Fox Chase Recreation Center, what would you do? Would you shake his hand? Would you like, like say, hey, how's the weather down there? Would you do something yeah. like that? I, listen, if I ever said to anybody, how's the weather down there, that'd be shocking. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ken Rosenthal's Ken like three feet tall. Yeah, he's a small person. Vince, what's that uh, bar you like to go to? Uh, Curly's Pub. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, Curly's. So right, I just went wait, there on Friday. Wait, if... Uh, what an establishment. If you walk into Curly's and Ben Simmons is getting a drink. Oh, that's the oh, best that's one, one yet! What are you doing? Ben Simmons? What, huh? what are you doing, Vince? Yeah. Ben I Simmons! Would... I would be the least of Ben Simmons worries because like, no, I'm but, like, but like tame no. compared to what other Jesus. people do. What would you do, Answer Vince? No, but, no, Stop but Taylor, dodging the question. But Taylor, what here, would you do? Here's why I don't like the bar setting. Like I'm saying like sober Vince because like uh, I feel like sober Vince would absolutely shake Donald Trump's hand, would absolutely no, fuck wouldn't. Sarah Palin, would, uh, would absolutely okay. do all these things. Sarah Palin is, yes, you're right. Yes. Now, Sarah's clipping uh, it to his girlfriend uh, right Vince's, now. Vince's girlfriend, if you're listening, I apologize. I had to like get that out of him for the bit. Your boyfriend's disgusting. Yeah, he's he's a piece of shit. Um, no, no listen, uh, ben he, would, he would, would bang a candidate with a dead man. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I would do that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, you're getting your dagos confused there, kid. Uh, no, but Vince, one more name I have for you, okay? And this is a good one because it relates to today. Um, if you're walking around the fox chase, right? You're walking, you're strolling around the fox chase. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day to be a neighbor in fox chase. And walking down the street, say he's walking his dog or something, um, you see Odubel Herrera. <laughs> now, in theory, in theory, you you would recognize Odubel because Odubel, yeah, Odubel Herrera, yeah, he's got like a distinct braids. He's got distinct braids. So if you saw Udubo Herrera with that awful haircut, would you say something to him? No, I'm not. I am not a confrontation. I don't buy person. it at all. That is wrong. I, I think you would go up to Udubo and say, thank you for your services in Philadelphia. I think you would get an autograph. All right, who's another one that's like easily recognizable? If you this saw. Is, this is a crazy uh, dr- bit. Drum roll, please. If you, if you saw. If you it's way saw, better than baseball. It's way better than who's more athletic. No, w- wait, wait. Who's who's definitely like recognizable? Uh, let's see here. Noah Syndergaard. No, 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 no. He's too recognizable. Bryce Harper. For I would go I, Carson Wentz. I would Carson go. Wentz. Yes, I would go Carson yeah. Wentz. If you saw Carson Wentz, what would you do? I would laugh in his face. I am once again not confrontational. I would probably walk by these people and then like text the group like, "Holy shit, I just saw Carson what? Wentz." No, you no wouldn't. way. I, I'm not going to continue this because what do you guys mundane... think I would do? <laughs> I'm so you would, crum- you would crumble and melt. You would crumble <laughs> and melt. <laughs> Taylor, they aren't co- confronting me. <laughs> no, but All I, right, well, what if they confronted you? Vince, what if they say, oh, you're that oh, freaking you asshole. Dropped, oh, you dropped your keys, sir. Oh, you dropped your jaw, sir. It's on the ground. What, what if they all listened to the podcast? Like, yeah, like somehow. Like, like, uh, scenario here. 
Like, Odubo Herrera listens to the podcast. And he's like, hey, listen, man, like, listen, you, you've destroyed me on that show. And, like, listen, it's all good. Like, would you accept the um, the kind of, like, a sharing of wreaths or whatever? Olive branch. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Sharing of wreaths? Of wreaths? <laughs> no, not Sharing of wreaths? Sharing of wreaths. like, they Shaving put on the door. Shaving his all the way in no, on you that don't one. Think, <laughs> you don't think an olive branch is similar to a Christmas wreath? Because <laughs> I've always gotten those. What the fuck are you talking about? Odubo Herrera wants to squash the beef with you, Vince. This is um, why you don't drink 24 ounces of coffee after <laughs> 5 in the afternoon. Yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> when it's 9 in the afternoon. Yeah, and we probably call 1-800-GAMBLE. Shame as hard as the Sorry, size uh, of the moon. <laughs> yes. I'm currently working so on Vince, getting you, So basically, so, so any famous person who you disagree with, you would just walk like just walk by them. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, that's another one. All right, Marjorie mm. Taylor Greene. I would probably just be like, if I, if I would probably make a comment to her. <laughs> yeah, but would what you would you say? What would you say to her? Would you yeah. spit on her? What would you say to know, Tucker whatever, Carlson whatever, if you saw him at, at, oh at the my, local Acme? Okay, this I am dead <laughs> ass serious now. If I saw Tucker Carlson, <laughs> I would fucking shame him. No, you would shame him. I think you would get. What, you, you would, would get sick a picture. On him? You would get a picture with Tucker Carlson. I know you would. Taylor, because I, I probably Seamus. would. And no, I hate just, Tucker Carlson. Dude, you are just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point of the show. I just make shit up, man. I don't agree with anything I say. I just it's just blabbering. No, but in all seriousness, I would take a picture with Tucker Carlson because he's famous. Like that's, that's terrible, because I'm a star fucker. Would you tell him to listen to the? Would you uh, tell him to listen to the podcast? Yeah, I would tell right, him to listen to the good. podcast. I would try to get the conservative nature out of him, and you know, it would be a nice interaction. Like, for example, I, I've contemplated the remark that Taylor made to me, uh, like probably every night before I went to bed about Reese Hoskins, and I, like, the more I think about it, Him the, walking the, the more room. if yeah. Reese Hoskins walked into the studio, I would get up, shake his hand, and probably ask for a picture. Now, does that mean I still want him on my baseball no, it's, team? No, it means you're a fraud. Yeah, it, it kind of does mean I'm a fraud. <laughs> yeah. But, like, see, I like getting pictures with famous people. Like, Bro. I loved getting a picture with uh, Villanova superstar Corey Fisher. I love that. I Like, I share that every time it comes up in my memories. The, the, uh, the, on the uh, Facebook? The, the Jeremy Macklin picture I have is awesome. The Shane Victorino picture I have is awesome. I love meeting famous people, pretty much. And it's really Barely fun. Famous. Like Jeremy Regis. Like, by the way, if if I buy FanFest tickets for 97.5 The Fanatic. Oh, you're Oh, totally my God, dude. I, I would take a picture with everyone, man. Just me and Tunis and, and uh, Gargano hanging out. Well, I mean, out. all you got to do for that is go to Jimmy's house in Mulk Hill. Yeah, I know. J- our friend of the show, Jimmy, lives uh, right next door to the uh, the the cause. But, yeah, me at FanFest, you will see me ultimate. Uh, uh, It'll be uh, worse than him at a strip club. Star fuck. Oh, <laughs> God, I can't imagine. No, you can come Saturday night if you if you didn't want to reel in the he's years. He's got the Steely Dan. Yeah, you you, you can you don't he's have to reel. Out, he's coming to Luterks after Steely Dan though. It's yeah, just a surprise. We can't tell you. Donald, uh, what did you say his last name? Fagan. Fagan. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll come. I'm sure the Fagan's going to be there. You know, uh, and George Becker's ghost is going to be there too, Walter. or whatever. That Walter, George Becker's a dude I went to the grade school with. Uh, no relation. But yeah, Walter Becker's ghost could be there. It could be a good time, man. Uh, the other so far, there's like three people coming to Shamus' party. It's gonna be pretty. Late. <laughs> a dead guy. So <laughs> I made a Facebook <laughs> uh, uh, thing for my birthday party. I'm turning 26 on the eighth. I'm having a celebration on the, the sixth. sixth, which is a yeah. Saturday. And uh, I invited. And Vince isn't going. I invited like 100 people on Facebook, and like six said they can come. <laughs> and one of them wasn't Vince. And one of them was not Vince. Vince actually said he couldn't go. Mike Johnston, front of the show, said he can't go. I, I mean, what do I do to these people? Gux can't go. Gux can't go because he thinks Father Judge Pride is important. You know, it's just uh, unbelievable, like like the amount of hate. And, I actually uh, might not go. If O'Leary doesn't go, I might just end it all. <laughs> like, I might, I might kill myself if O'Leary doesn't go. And I'm not saying that to, like... Wait, what if... Uh what if the cause showed up? If the cause showed <laughs> up, my heart would absolutely stop. Seriously. I tell you what, if you surprised me using your radio connection, you I Vince, don't know him. If you if you <laughs> I Vince, don't know him. I've if you Vince Quinn and John Barchard all got together and said, Oh, Seamus is a nice guy, let's do something nice for him. Uh, and you got <clears throat> Anthony Gargano. Is this to, your wet dream? Yes. If you got Anthony Gargano to come in mid-show, I think I would come. Come in mid-show. <laughs> I would come mid-show. <laughs> 
Dude, if I saw Gargano, I would give him the biggest bear hug in the entire world. He looks like the best hugger on the planet. Like, just, oh, Sheamus. Oh, Sheamus. Primo. I hate this. Primo. Yeah, dude, I would lose it, man. So Thor is going to be really good for the <laughs> Phillies with the, uh, with the ERA slightly under four. But, uh, Vince, I know you wanted to pivot to – did we lose Vince? Yeah, he just doesn't care. I, I know we wanted to pivot to – Especially about your birthday. I know you wanted to, to, to hit Yeah, wait, Vince, why aren't you going to be at Yeah, birthday? by the way, why aren't you coming? Yeah. I am going on a family vacation. Oh. By the way, family he vacation – He cares about his family who doesn't even like him more he, than Seamus. He's going down the shore with people who hate him for his political <laughs> views uh, for the fifth time this summer. Instead of just staying here for a weekend and like having fun with me and Pat – when he could easily stay at my house. Well, I mean, we, me and him hung out already on Friday, so. I know, but like the the point is, like, I wanted to get him to barn. Me and Pat did some um, James shots, to... some Tully shots. But but like, why can't you do that with me on well, Saturday? You I just can't. I just yeah. But I just why can't, can't he do it weekend. for my birthday? But but I know that. But like, you're going down the shore. I repeat, with people who hate you, and like people at my birthday party love you. Like you know what I mean. So it's kind of a weird like. You're like self-deprecating thing that you're doing, and and it's really it, it's bringing me down. Like I'm excited about the Phillies now, but it's bringing me down. Like the fact that none of my friends are coming to my birthday party. Uh, my brother, who knows? You know. So my no, dad, he's, he's coming. He's my coming. dad said he would go. Oh, your dad's going? <laughs> no, he said he <laughs> would go. I might, I might have to sell tickets. <laughs> my dad said he would come if need be. <laughs> what does uh, that mean? I told him that nobody likes me, pretty much. <laughs> that nobody's so coming. It's just you and your dad and <laughs> Barnaby. Dude, I invited... His dad doesn't even drink. He should be sitting there getting drunk by himself. Dude, I invited people that are going to be working there just so I can get, like, a yes <laughs> response. <laughs> like, I dead-ass did that. Like, two of the bartenders I invited, and they're already going to be there. Is and your brother going? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's going to go. Oh. And Eric, actually. Uh, Eric said he's going to go. Wow. Uh, we love, was very excited We love that. the Crichtons. Uh, Although me, Eric, and Pat might just go somewhere else. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, but I'm excited for Eric to come. I'll pick his brain about, you know, whatever he's got going on in that cobwebbed mind of his. And, you know, we can have a good time. An idea of a good time for Eric Creighton is saying, oh, well, the Phillies are on. And then that's it. That's about, like, the full extent of the conversation you're going to have with the kid. But that's not true. Other than that, um, he's hey. got nice tattoos, and he's a good-looking kid. Hey, Vince. Yes? Can I use uh, your family dynamics as a uh, content? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> what is so, that? So, so what how, that mean? So how often are politics being brought up when we're on like a family trip? Uh, little to never. Well, because they, they've already um, made their decision that when you're we scum. <laughs> one of our last, one of our earlier vacations this summer. When we were in the car on the way down the Wildwood, Roe v. Wade came down. So uh, naturally, that came up in conversation. Boy, <laughs> no. But now, when you is, say Roe v. Wade came down, like, like you were in the car and like somebody when said Roe v. Wade overturned. Like we were like, in the like, car. Is that the like when the, we were in the car and I got a notification and that news like was breaking. But um, the thing is that wasn't. Really and why would you say that aloud? That wasn't really an awkward conversation though, because my parents mostly fall on like my side with the topic of abortion. That's oh, a, that's wow. a that's a that's a strong move by your parents on yeah. that one. Why so why I'm do they vote for people who um <laughs> Yeah, no, trust me. This is a <laughs> you know this what is strong way opposed this, this is a fallacy that I've gotten into with them um, multiple times, but it just like goes in one ear and out the other. See, at least my family is like so pro life that it's like, oh yeah, like abortion is totally murder. It's no yeah, matter guess, what. Like, like so at least they're consistent. like Yeah, they're very consistent in their craziness. And you gotta respect that after, you know, years of living with them. Like, you know, it's just, you know, whatever at this point. Uh but it's it's funny that pa- my brother and I have become like communists as a result yeah. of it. So, you know. Yeah, I can, it's I all can, good. But yeah. That. But you know what, Vince? I'm getting the vibes that um, the virtual shows for me, I, like I, they're not as interesting because like I need you here in the flesh. You know what I mean? Like I kind of um, need you to be here. Listen, he wants to touch your flesh. I'm, I'm working on it. Listen, the thing is, right now for the people at home, I'm working out in media, for so in the, which is about an hour, well, a little further up the media, down, down further. But uh, it's Wait. been an hour away from me. 
So it's like in the morning at 5 a.m. I'm driving an hour to media, then an hour home at 145. What do you think Pat <sighs> James has been doing? What well, do you mean? Pat, you know, I haven't been driving. Oh, yeah, Pat. Yeah. I can't drive. Listen, I would. <laughs> I, it's just, word, I just don't feel like making no. the trip to and from media at 6 a.m. and then to and from media at 7 p.m. No, I understand, man. Listen, life's hard. He doesn't want to be there but, for Shamus' birthday. I get it. But, yeah. I will be but he wants ba- to drive to seven hours to the Jersey Shore. You know, I'm not driving. That's okay. Are you? Uh, by the way, who's driving to the Shore? Uh, my brother is driving party? me after work. Your brother, who's what seven? No, my brother, who is uh, twenty. Your brother's twenty years old already. I have a- Jesus Christ! We're <laughs> oh man, I remember when he was a young whippersnapper. You know, I, I do remember. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah that, we, we can't wait to have you most, back. I would say that's the most political it's ever gotten on uh, a family trip. So while we're on politics, I, I have gotten to the point where I just agree with people who have opposing political um, opinions just to uh, you know, uh, just to get out of conversations, pretty much like I don't want to argue with people. Like, for example, they come into work. I work at a pizza shop, and the, the customers are like, yeah, can I get a slice of pizza? And by the way, fuck Joe Biden because he's a piece of shit. We need Trump back. I'll, I'll honestly find myself saying, yeah, I know, man. Trump was great. And I don't mean any of that. I just want to, you know, not talk about politics. You're just a brown noser. Yeah, I'm, I'm a brown noser. I'm a people pleaser, you well, know, and that comes with its faults. I do this. At, I do that at work, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, because I'm sure you work. See, the union is an industry in which there are a lot of racists. I would imagine the union is I, weird. No, seriously. Because what do the you union, mean? There's a the lot union, of like old white guys in the union. Well, it's weird because the union itself is uh, democratic because you know Democrats typically support unions more than Republicans. But a lot of the individual yes. members are like pro. A lot of them are pro Trump and shit. Yeah, which, which is voting against their own interests, of course. Well, yes, exactly. But, you know. By the way, this is Stars and Gripes, the, the political podcast. Uh, well, more the way, from the nosebleed. We will have another episode of that soon. There's just been uh, not a, not too too much going on, but we're starting to starting to pick back up out there. So stay tuned. I mean, there's always something to talk about. In po- we don't need, like, a 9-11, you know, to do the podcast or something. No, I mean, that would help good. because it's something to talk about. All right. But, uh, no. And it, it would probably help Castellanos swing oh. the bat a little better. National tragedy would be great for content. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. be all, it was great for CNN, wasn't it? 9-11 was probably their best, like, thing before Trump. It was definitely 9-11. And then invading have, a different uh, country that didn't attack us illegally, that was also good for reading. I do have another topic that I guess we can use the politic talk to bounce right into, and it is a little bit more on the serious side, but uh, Deshaun Watson's suspension I'll see myself came in and uh it came down to six games which uh obviously is highly controversial because Kevin and Lee gets six games uh Josh Gordon's career is ruined because of weed uh Martavis Bryant is still banned indefinitely because of weed and like I said Calvin Ridley most recently was banned for a or suspended for a whole year because of gambling and for the context in that for anyone that doesn't know uh, he gambled on a game that he didn't play in for his team, and he bet on them to win. So I don't really see what the problem is there, but I get it. You can't let them do that. So you got to give a suspension. But a year compared to uh, six games for a guy who allegedly sexually assaulted 24 women. Now, the thing is, it's in just rebuttal, the NFL just continuing to suck. Well, yeah. In rebuttal to what I just said, so, but also the art. Oh, go ahead, Pat. Also, with that, um, so apparently this was given by an independent uh, person, like not the NFL themselves. She recommended a six-game suspension. Excuse me, she recommended the a judge, six-game suspension? The judge that looked wow. over, yes. She recommended a six-game suspension, and apparently the NFL itself is going to appeal that, and it will most likely end up being a full-year suspension. Well, that's good. Is what's coming around right now, but right now it's at six just because that's well, the judge that that ruled on the whole thing said six. Well, hopefully it does end up being a full game suspension because what a horrific precedent that would set. Yeah, right. I mean, really, yeah. really I bad. Mean, when you look at and when you look at similar offenses, Ben Roethlisberger got six for one. Right. Yeah, exactly. One accusation. One accusation. Again, same kind of situation. They settled out of court. Blah, How blah, many blah. does Watson have up to now? Like over 50? I mean, he, so they met with, I think, well, they met with like 50-some women, I think the Texans did. Mm. Or, or, sorry, he met with 50-some women. 
only about 30 came came forward. Dude, I, I know and we're only not about 20 some cases. Actually I, I know we're not bit. talking about the specifics of, of the case, but I mean, just to oh. like read some of the accusations. I mean, this guy is it's like horrible. Very, or, very. Because I, I am. I am going to talk about this shit because I, I want to rant a little bit. And real quick before I even get into this uh, trigger warning for sexual assault. Literally, though, I know that if you don't want to hear about that. I get it. Uh, it's traumatic. Skip forward a couple minutes because I want to rant real quick. Um, what I just said, in refute to what I said about you know the 24 allegations, you will hear people, you will see them comment things like, but uh, he wasn't found guilty in a court of law. Well, what happened is he was found not guilty in a court of law, but the only reason that happened is because there's no evidence. Um, sexual assault and or rape is one of the hardest things to prove in a court of law because what proof is there? Shame, I know this is going to make you laugh, but take this seriously for a second. Seamus and Pat, if Pat grabbed Seamus' ass in that room right now, when the cameras were off and no one was there to see it, who, how is there any proof that it happened just unless it's Seamus' word? You, it's, it's just one person's word against another's word. So there's no way to prove it. And uh, when 24 women accuse you, like I'm inclined to believe at least one of them is telling the truth. And then you have the yeah. issue of, uh, you know, like – the only way women could really prove, and I know this is a little bit different, like rape or sexual assault is if they were to, you know, contact somebody right after, you know, get medical procedures done right after. And for most women, the, that experience is traumatizing and it takes a while to come to terms with what happened to you. And then you come forward about it months, maybe years later. But the point is. It's it's in no one's like hands to tell women when they should come forward. Like, oh, why did why are they all coming forward now? Maybe because they saw one woman step up and they felt more empowered and they felt more mm -hmm. brave and they thought like, you know what, I'm not fighting alone now and I I have someone mm -hmm. backing me up here. Like, it's it's always some bullshit conspiracy with these people, and like I just don't get it, man. But it just pisses me off because people are so dismissive of something so horrible because he wasn't found guilty in a court of law. It mean doesn't mean shit. It's there's no proof. It's it's dumb, and all I know is I have two favorite teams in the NFL this year, the Eagles and whoever the fuck plays against the Browns because – and listen, it sucks to say that because I've always said I love the Browns fans. Like they were they were awesome. They've been through so much, you know, so many years of being bad. And then the organization makes a scumbag move to fucking – first of all, even get, acquire Watson, but to give him the contract they did where you could give him all that guaranteed money so he wouldn't get hurt in the, in the case of a suspension – and you see videos of him returning to practice today, like all these fucking dudes looking for autographs. I hope every single woman that works for the fucking Browns walks out on uh, the first time he plays because it's it's bullshit and it's kind of a disgrace to women everywhere. And it just goes to show the NFL gives more of a shit about gambling than sexual assault. Rant, yeah, that's and, and that's that's a very, very sad situation that the NFL has created um, and, and an, an awful precedent. Um, yeah, truly, it's, it's literally a, it's terrible, terrible. But, like, going back to the whole, like, just because, like, you weren't found guilty in a court of law, it's like, I know everyone goes back to this example, but it I think everyone in the entire world knows that O.J. Simpson murdered people and got away with it. So right. I think that, you know, that's a kind of like a bullshit argument. Um, listen, There's I think it's— There's no way you can— I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you can—yeah, I don't know how you can tell somebody that something didn't happen to them. Like, I, I just don't understand how you can Dude. say that. And, by the listen. way, there are cases— where people do lie, but you have to, you you can't assume that everyone is lying, especially oh, when there's no. so much smoke. I I yeah, I was gonna say I agree with you. Like and and even when it's like one or two women, usually I'm I fall on the side of I usually trust the women until I'm proven otherwise. But listen, even if you are one of those skeptical people where like one woman accuses him and you're like, oh, she's just doing it for clout, dude. It's 24 women, and you know what else doesn't scream yeah. innocence to me? Paying multiple million-dollar payments to these women for them to settle instead of going to civil Bingo. court. If you were so no, nothing innocent— Nothing says you, guilty more than that. More right, than if, you were, if you were so innocent, why wouldn't you go to civil court and prove your name? Listen, I know I'm not the Sean Watson, but let's say hypothetically I had the money to pay these women off. Let's say I was accused of rape, and I said, hey, this woman is completely lying uh, about what th this and all that. I either have the choice to pay her off and not go to civil court, or I could go to court and you know clear my name. I would choose to go to court and clear my name because otherwise it's going to follow you for the rest of your life. And now that's happened with Deshaun Watson. If he's so innocent, why aren't you going to court to get your name cleared? Why are you paying millions of dollars for these women essentially to keep their mouth shut? Didn't they all? Didn't the Texans yeah, also a, make these massage? 
didn't the Texans also make these massage therapists sign NDAs, like back in the back when they first yeah, got I with them? I believe so. Well, and quite uh, frankly, I think the <clears throat> the main reason that he didn't go to court was because then he'd have to be on the commissioner's exempt list because he's in the middle of a hearing and it would drag out for years and then he wouldn't be able to play. And I'm not defending him at all, but that's just like that's just the fact of the matter is that obviously yep. guys that are in I, the NFL, guys that have that special type kind of privilege where they have the money to do that are able to do that. And it's I sucks. get it. I guess I would just you be can't bear all the details. Yeah, I guess I would just be clamoring to like get my name cleared from like a horrible thing that I didn't do uh, if I yeah. was in the situation. But again, it's I think it's pretty obvious. Like I just said, the fucking Texans had them sign NDAs. What the fuck do you need your massage therapist signing NDAs for? Like it's it's completely mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's a terrible thing. And all I know is I hope the fucking Browns lose every fucking game that he plays in this year. Uh, that's it. That's all I can say about it. And uh, what I will say about it is he circle- just doesn't play. Yeah, well, yeah, also that. But thank God. Remember we remember when there was a lot of smoke around Deshaun Watson to the Eagles back in back months yeah. ago? Thank, oh my God. thank God that didn't pan out, and I don't have to worry because it really would have been a moral conundrum for myself because I would not have wanted to root for the Eagles if they had a fucking predator mm-hmm. at quarterback. Sorry, but... It would have been I, an absolute some, clown show. Some things go above fandom, and like people would... I don't know. Fucking certain people would be like, oh, stop being so fucking woke i guess is the word that they would use because that's just a end-all be-all word for those people but i don't give a fuck some things are bigger than sports and i am not gonna fucking watch the biggest player on my team be accused of 24 counts of sexual assault well yeah. i think it's kind of similar to like the whole like easy it's easy to root for a Dubal herrera and Jerry's familia to fail just because of like their off the field behavior and how horrific it was so it's kind of like the same thing it's like why would you want somebody like that on your team just it's it's like the same thing with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I don't care his ability; he definitely has talent. There's no doubt about you that. You need like, but I, I know I think, that it, I know that it's a business, man. But like at some point, you gotta gotta have some morals. Yeah, yeah, and the NFL but, seems to be at least at the uh, upper echelons of the uh, league seems to be yeah. lacking morals. And that's yeah, I mean, uh, that's I why not. John Runyon got out. Like I remember, he was a senator, obviously, and then he. Um, went to the NFL and became the NFL rules, com- rules commissioner. And he even got out of there because he was just like, this is a lot of it's bullshit. And he tried to clean it up, but it didn't work. Right. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's just an unfortunate situation. I don't have much more else to say about that. It just, it just pisses me off. And if, uh, like I said, I just hope that he plays bad. But while we're on the topic of the NFL and football, um, there's b- listen, the last time we talked about training camp, uh, we briefly mentioned that Jalen Hurts, because it was after the first day, I believe, had played well in that practice. He played well, and that was it. I think we all came to the same consensus that practice doesn't really matter, but like playing good is better than playing bad. Because, like, if he was playing bad, it'd be a whole story. And now, as the days have gone on, he hasn't played as well. He's played a little bit worse. According to reports, the defense does look amazing. Uh, Jalen doesn't look great. And uh, I guess I just wanted to double down because it's been a big narrative in the media the last couple of days. I wanted to double down on my stance that, listen, I, I didn't overreact when he played well in practice. I said it. Cool, it's good that he's playing fine, but like I also have the same opinion when he's playing bad. Like I don't really care that much. It's practice. Like they're trying things out. They're still getting down chemistry with a guy, you know, a guy like AJ Brown, who's now your primary receiver. Like you're figuring things out. Like you're trying new things. You're doing things differently. I really don't care. Listen, also you got to remember they're doing short practices. Uh, it's going to take a little longer to gel. They probably won't start looking really like a well-oiled machine till the end of training camp. Like. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh, that's just how I look at it. Yeah. I don't overreact either way, one way or the other. If he plays good, great. We don't have to hear people like, oh, we need to find someone else. And if he plays bad, like, who cares, dude? It's just practice. That's the way I look at it. What is your guys' opinion? My philosophy, my philosophy for the NFL is this. Nothing matters until week one. Nothing matters. You, you, I don't care if you have a shitty, shitty training camp, especially if you're a quarterback, dude. We, we have to see what he's made of in an actual game. And I know it's fun to like retweets if you know a certain players are doing well, and then you have you every year there's like you know random standouts in uh, training camp that sometimes amount to absolutely nothing, and sometimes go on to have some success in the NFL. But overall, I think training camp has lost a lot of um, I don't know, lost a lot of excitement with regards to like how long they practice and the hitting stuff, and not being in Lehigh still is like you know kind of like a negative for a lot of people because people used to make that like. 
a whole thing. Like it used to be a vacation well, to go up to Lehigh and watch the Eagles practice. And I, stuff. I mean, so that's lost kind of kind of like the um the entertainment value uh, a little bit. I mean, I think though right now, like we're we're going through a period right now where it seems like training camp is being analyzed more than ever. Like, uh, and that goes for for everybody, like all teams. But and, but that's and, weird because. I mean, aren't most practices now like thirty minutes or like an hour? Uh, they're like an hour, yeah. They so like, how the... much can you learn? How much can you learn from a player either way in that short like period of time? I mean, I, exactly. I, I, I just think it's it's not smart to overanalyze it, but it's also not smart to completely dismiss things that happen. But overall, we're gonna find out during the regular season, right? Or like during like one of the preseason games or something like that. You'll, you'll find practice. out. You'll find out who this team is when the games start. It's as simple as that. What's more important during practice is just like the guys getting camaraderie, like Jalen and AJ, like kind of, you know, like get gaining chemistry, uh, syncing up essentially. And like, honestly, I think camp is a little bit bigger on the defensive side, in my opinion, because like I think it takes a little bit longer for an offense to get going. Uh, so I think it's really good news that the defense is clicking as much as it apparently is. And I've been reading nothing but great things about Jordan Davis, which is awesome to hear because mm-hmm. that's like, that could be a big key for us this year. If he can uh, play Literally up to a very big key, a so massive like, key. Like I think people are a just big, over- big key. <laughs> I think people are just overreacting. Um, I think that to say like, to look at a good practice and be like Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP and to look at a bad practice and be like, Jalen Hurts should be benched are equally as ridiculous as each other. Let's wait until the fucking season. Let's see what happens. Correct. There's no need to and overanalyze also, this. And also the narrative switches every day, half the time. Like one day, one reporter yeah. saying, oh, he had a terrible day. And then another reporter saying an entirely different thing. Oh, he had a great day. So it's like people are going to run with their own narratives. They're going to say whatever they want to say to make them make their narratives fit. Yeah, and then you see Who players like, Pit like, players like Jalen Rager attacking uh, John Clark. Uh, well, that dude can fuck off. I mean, Jalen Rager's a fucking bum. By the way, like, John Clark, I mean, all right. Like, that's, like, dude, that's so weird, dude. Like, to, like, quote, tweet John Clark is bizarre to me. I mean, that's that's just the way he's been. He's very ha- he's had a very tumultuous relationship with the Philly sports media. He Because, because he, he, he has not lived up to his potential at all. Um, was he put in a bit of a bad situation because he was drafted where he shouldn't have been? Yeah. But, I mean, it's just th- the whole time he's been here, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he's mean, only really shown out in practice, uh, like, and that's and then he just loses it. He yeah. completely loses it. Like, it, I don't. The even, highlight. I don't even. The highlight of Jalen Reger's career is uh, those two catches at the joint training camp practice with uh, what was it, the Patriots? Yes, literally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he had that one-handed catch, and then uh. Literally, yeah. besides that, Jalen Reger, dude, like. Like yeah, don't he, you? All he does is drop punts. Don't you realize that it's a bad look to be doing things like that? Like I could see if you're. I don't. A, I don't think he does. Like I could see if you're AJ Brown and you're getting like absolutely destroyed by John Clark. Yeah, I could actually see AJ Brown and be on his side, quote tweeting him from a from a practice. Like you know what I mean, shitting on him because he had a poor practice. Like that's AJ Brown. But if you're Jalen Rager, and you've got a lot to prove, you have a lot to prove, man. And just dude, stay off your phone. Try to be humble a little bit and just put your work in. That's all you can do. And but honestly, I, like he should be cut anyway. Yeah, I, oh, I don't got, think he's going to make. He really it out has. He really has camp. no place on this team with the number of receivers we currently have. He's not like, making it out of, uh, out of camp. I don't think. I hope not. Honestly. Yeah, like, I, I don't this, know. If, of all years, this should be the year because otherwise yeah. you have to extend them next. What year. I'm so really like, excited about, and you'll be happy about this, is Miles Sanders looked phenomenal according to yeah. reports. Yeah, he's ripped off a lot of long runs. And Miles Sanders is somebody that I am desperate. To be able to root for, I I, I love the personality. I hate that like he's always hurt and kind of, kind of underperforming a little bit like the past couple years. He sucks. But yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I think he sucks too. But I want him to be good. Like I it think is. if he has a breakout year this year, that would be awesome. And I'll be oh my god. So I mean, he has to. He has to realistically because this is a contract. Year. He only has yeah. like one of the best offensive lines helping him. So I mean, well, I get think it he's together. But uh, no, Jesus. but I think he will. And he's having a very good uh, practice. 
or camp or whatever. You tell me, tell me when he finds the end zone. I, I listen. I agree. I mean, how many weeks did he go last season without scoring a touchdown? The he whole season. He didn't score at all last year. He didn't score at all. No. no. Oh, remember one? Like he got into the end zone and it got called back. Yes. I think. Yeah, I remember that one. Merrill mm-hmm. Reese was losing his marbles. Yes. It is also worth noting Kenny Gainwell did take some first team reps at some point in practice. Mm-hmm. Oh he boy. started out, I believe, with first team. <laughs> I don't team. care about any of these people, man. He, I believe he started out with Kenny first team. Well. And then uh, Booby started on second team, and then they switched him just because they wanted to see how things worked out. Isn't Kenny Gamewell the uh, saxophone player? So they wanted to see how things worked Kenny out G? Where with him with the first team, obviously, because he obviously played well with the first team last year. Uh, same with Miles when he did play. Same with Boston Scott when he did play for obvious reasons. Best of plus, in the NFL. I I but think they value Kenny as a better pass catcher out of the backfield. No, yeah, definitely. And with today's running backs, like that's that's pretty much what you want is a a guy that can catch out of the backfield because that's a lot of what this offense. You is know what a lot of Philly sports on. Eagles fans want? They want to hear Merrill Reese say Minshew under center. They want they want to hear that one. They want to hear Minshew to his left under center. And Mike Quick's going to be like. Yeah, he's under center. You know, he, he uh, Mike Quick might be the worst analyst analyst in the game. I would take Ben analyst Davis in the game. I, I would take Ben Davis. No, in the booth. God no. No, God no. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, God no, I wouldn't. I would take Jamie Moore. No. This, this is. Oh no, Matt Stairs. Why is your worst. Merrill so bad? I I never worked on Merrill. You know. He Maybe spent too much time on the Dan Baker. Yeah, uh, but but to be fair, to be fair, I have almost mastered the Dan Baker. You almost. masturbated the Dan Baker. I've almost mastered the Dan Baker. <laughs> you haven't mastered it. I've almost. Do you understand <laughs> how sentences are constructed? He doesn't understand linguistics. Yeah, you don't understand linguini. He's, he's Polish. Yeah, you don't like the linguini. That's for the Italians. Uh, but yeah, I've. Don't tell I've, me what I like. Uh, okay, there, fella. <laughs> do you do you talk to Bartrud like this? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you talk to <laughs> Vince Lobiondo like this? If he was here, I've I would. N- no, I've never heard you. <laughs> if he was here, I have Taylor. I have never heard you. I literally him. shamed him for no, twenty no, no. minutes. No, no, because he was being because he wouldn't read a text. Because yes. he thought he was being kidnapped <laughs> and, and traded to Russia for Brittany Griner or something. I don't know what the hell he thought was happening. It was clearly a scam. A scam. It was <laughs> no. It was just somebody trying to get his ID back. Yeah, and Vince wouldn't help him. No, by the way, jerk. free Britney Griner. By the way, um, but what was the guy's name again? Let's not get into yeah. that. Um, I don't remember. It was Rocky or something. It was like Big Jet. <laughs> It was like Big Joe from South Philly. You're on the uh, 94 WIP. Uh, Go ahead, Big are you Joe. Talking about, are you talking about who he thought I was? <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank, baby. Hank the Tank. Vinny Lobiondo, a.k.a. Hank the Tank. Oh, dude, I would love for the... Coming at you live. I would, Dude, I would love for the Phillies to acquire a guy named Hank. I'm not sure that any guy named Hank is available, but just to hear Dan Baker say, Hank... Would be like like so cool like like Hank Aaron Hank Hank the Tank you need Aaron Hank Williams Jr. You have the lamest dreams. Yeah, I listen. <laughs> I do have a lot of weird dreams. No um, lame, lame dream. Yeah, and yeah. weird. Yeah, well, so yeah, that's a Tony Larusa is a manager and he's seventy eight years old. That's a random thought that I have, but it's bizarre. It is absolutely he was, bizarre. He was falling asleep in the first inning the other day. I saw a video of that. that was I saw funny. that. Literally falling asleep. This man is 78 years old. What Almost made, as old as Taylor. What made the White Sox think that it was a good idea to put an 80-year-old man through the grind of a 162-game baseball season with the fucking White Sox? I mean, come on. It's evil, honestly. I love it. Oh, it's an evil plan, man. It's an evil genius. It's evil genius, man. Great brewery. But it's amazing that Tony LaRusso has survived longer than Joe Girardi has. Longer than Joe Madden has this season. It's 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 unfathomable. It really is. But um yeah, Except so a stroke. So Eagles, we got Eagles out of the way, we got Phillies out of the way. Sixers, you know, I'm I'm not gonna talk about the Sixers today because, you know, the new arena is still, you know, the dust hasn't settled. Um, from my Chinatown fallout. I do want to talk about one thing with them real quick. Uh, Tyrese Maxey? No. Miles Sanders? No. Chase Utley? <laughs> so, James Harden? Uh, Doc was doing an interview. It was just a little tidbit. Doc was doing an interview today. Does he still have the same voice? Unfortunately, yes. That's, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, he never got it fixed. He, um, he's got to get that frog out of his throat. I know, right? It's a real shame because all you hear is ribbit, ribbit half the time. But yeah, ribbit, 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 ribbit. I um, hate young players, ribbit. No, so today he was, uh, he was getting interviewed and they were asking him about... Uh, his communication with James Harden, and he said James Harden calls and talks to him too much. 
Oh, see, that's a bad <laughs> sign. See, the fallout <laughs> is like, beginning. It's like no, this I just, is the end. I think it's funny because I just think it's funny because uh, he's he's literally just like setting himself up to sound like an asshole. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Like, but I have a this feeling this is the this is one of the greatest coaches in the NBA. Question yeah, mark. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if James Harden has the t- you, you you see how uh, slim he's been looking? What if James Harden is the type of guy that is like starving himself right now? And just drink, oh, like you. and just drinking. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah pretty much. He's just drinking, and that's he's just so that's the he, Seamus diet, Taylor. He, he's getting ha- he's getting hammered, right? And he's calling Doc Rivers, and he's it's just like harassing borderline, borderline harassing the the poor doctor, just all boozed up, drinking some natty light, Harden's partying and Fox Chase, in the woods. I, I would like to think that that's Golf going course. on. Golf course, you know, Soulsby's there. Vince it's it's got a good a time. No, but like uh, in all seriousness, do you think that Harden is on under the em- influence of any no. narcotics when he's when he's calling Doc Rivers? No. Do you think Austin Rivers talks to Doc Rivers as much <laughs> as James Harden talks to no. Doc Rivers? Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think Seth Curry does either. Oh, uh. see, th- oh my God, I always forget about the whole <laughs> Seth thing and the you know. I think Paul George might. Paul George. He was a big fan of Doc. Yeah, Paul George. I mean, that that's never trust the guy with two first names. Yeah, that's, that's true. what th- that's what they always say. And I got uh, brutally harassed on the Twitter because I said that about somebody. Isn't your name too? Yes, names? and I didn't know it was until that How guy did you told not me. Know that? Because Doyle's a last name. Doyle McPoyle. I know Doyle McPoyle. It's a fictional character. <laughs> yeah, but then you and then just I looked up the Doyle. name, and there was like a Doyle in uh, Major League Baseball at one point. His name's like Doyle Westifer or something. <laughs> very, very waspy name. Very waspy. You should name your child Doyle. I should. I might name it Taylor if it's a girl or a boy. I can name it Taylor. That that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah let me know name? when you impregnate somebody. Uh okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you'll he's be, gonna, he's you'll gonna be the text first you one. every time he nuts at a girl now. <laughs> you Which brought the spot often. yourself. <laughs> not that often. Um but I will call You're just you. You're gonna the get next a random text at like four o'clock in the morning or we're at the strip club. <laughs> the next time I get lucky at at uh, at Craig's, uh, I'm gonna call you. <laughs> I'm gonna call you and say, Hey Taylor, I just I get lucky. I you know, I, I just impregnated a lady. And uh, you're going to be like, oh, good. She has There's her tubes tied, but... She's got her tubes tied. <laughs> you know? Dude, if I impregnated somebody, like, let's say next weekend, uh, like, like if I did birthday. that... No, no, no. After. If I did that, what would I do? Like, I, like, oh, I don't... Oh, you would like, probably like, die from like an Like, if the woman decides attack. to keep the baby, yeah. what would I do? You, like, you what do you die. think I would do? You Vince, Vince, what do you think I would do? Well, do you think I would take care of the baby? I don't see why not. I just don't know how that baby would All turn right, out. So, well, I mean, he's got Uncle Vince, Uncle Taylor, Uncle Pat, right? Two Uncle Pats, you know? So I think it would be I mean, a good bringing shape. a baby around me and Pat at this stage in our lives is probably not the brightest idea. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> definitely not. It's kind of <laughs> like when the gang found the dumpster baby, exactly. and it's always sunny. Exactly. It didn't work out too well. Um, but, yeah, so when that happens, Taylor, I will give you a call. Um uh, and and you'll probably give me some sarcastic response like oh no you didn't and my no, life would no, be ruined didn't. my life would be ruined. By the way, can we get a score update from the uh, post trade deadline Philadelphia Phillies? Still one zip. No, it's two one. Oh, two to one. Now? Did Austin one, Riley who just got paid? Ooh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, it didn't work. Acquiring Thor did not work. It's over. It is uh, over. That's it. Season's done, bud. The season's over. Season's over. I told you. I told you they should have been sellers anyway. It's all in vain. All in vain. Now, Taylor, are you interested at all in the second half of the Philly season? Why do you ask me that? Because, like, I know you're like kind of like, oh yeah, the Phillies are going to be the same old, same old forever. But it's are like, you invested in them being terrible? Yeah, are you like because I think that's what he's trying. Because to Because you must admit that. No, this is I I just need to wait a month and then you're going to stumble in here and be like, I can't fucking believe we're here again. But I don't. I that's th- that's I all, that's the, all I'm looking. But for. I yeah. know that the vibes are different now. I know <laughs> that you got two cancers. You're just making it off better. the roster. You're just making it better. No, because listen, this is a different team. Oh boy, it is a different team. I mean. Dude, the face of the franchise I cannot wait. is no longer Bryce Harper. I it is Brandon wait. Marsh. And you better you better remember that. You better wake up every morning. Have you seen the head of hair on Brandon oh Marsh? Oh my God. He is a beautiful man. And, he, and he's a short king, if I'm not uh mistaken. I believe he is I a short he was like king. Six three. No. 
He's Vince, got Vince, the better your life. Do the Phillies make a wild card appearance this year? Drum roll, yes. please. Okay. Okay. See, see, we got Vince on on the on the on the on the uh, bandwagon here. Uh, uh, Taylor, you're gonna go yeah, no. So. Yeah, we're gonna no no. I believe yeah. the Bell and the Birdman squad are gonna go no. Yeah. Uh, Patrick. I'm going yes. I'm going yes too. Surprisingly. Yeah, I fuck am you, going Taylor. yes. I think the Taylor's, Phillies. Taylor's just bitch made. He can't. He can't nut up when it comes to. Uh, yeah. For the I, first yeah. time That's since it. 2011, <laughs> the Philadelphia Phillies will be in a playoff game, in, in a playoff series. Oh, it's so horrible. <laughs> and it's going to be majestic. It's going to be Odubelis. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a family familia event. It's going to be a familia <laughs> event for everyone except for familia. Would you rather have a night on the town with the Cuz or the Phillies to make I mean, to win a game. playoff game? Uh, I would go night on the town with the Cuz. <laughs> a series. <laughs> a series? Uh, are we talking this year or like ever? Yes, this year. Oh, this year? Nah, I mean, I I take a night on the town with the Cuz. What, what World Series appearance. This year? No, because I I know that we would lose. What? No, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, I would definitely not. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would on. definitely tell the cuz to go fuck himself. Um, clip, oh, we got to clip, clip that. that yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> the cuz to go fuck himself. That's a direct quote from Seamus Doyle. And you can email it. Uh, to you can email him the link of that. Um, oh, of course. That would help him get on the show. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, yes, I I believe that the Phillies are are going to do it, Taylor. And do I, what? I I think. What are they doing? I think if they get hot and they win a wild card series, oh God, the sky's the limit. I mean, it w- it would be nice if they actually won the series, just because they're all away games for us. Yeah. If it's a wild card series, we and might have to end up playing the Padres in a wild card series. That'd be fucking. I, I believe awful. that I believe that that's how it might line up, but it might be the Cardinal. I don't know. I man. thought it would be the Braves. Why would it be the Braves if they weren't they in first? Oh yeah, third? that's yeah. right. Oh my, I forget about the fucking Mets. God damn Wait, it! Wait, so who's so who's right the team now, that would knock the Phillies out? I don't be the Braves. I don't know. Right now. If it ended today, Most Braves likely, are the yeah. first seed in the NL wild card race. Yeah. Um, what you call it? Who's second seed? Padres. Yeah. Uh, and then the Padres, then the Phillies, yeah, right? Then so the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. So the so Braves. Cardinals. And the, but the no, Phillies no, no. are a much better team than the Cardinals. They are. I mean, uh, they are. By the way, the Yankees made one of the most insane trades I've ever seen today. They are. They sold one of their starting pitchers to the Cardinals. It makes no sense. Montgomery's a good pitcher. You're in like one of the best seasons in in a, in a while for the Yankees, and you're going to sell a starting pitcher to the St. Louis Cardinals. Doesn't make any sense. But the Cardinals got two pitchers when they're the whole like like underperforming of the Cardinals has been offensively. So they they got better, but in the wrong areas. So I don't trust the Cardinals. I think. I think the Phillies and the Cardinals are pretty much the same team. Like, there's not a lot of differences there. Um, so I'm not worried about St. Louis. I'm not worried about the Brewers. I, I think the Brewers are, like, so beatable. It's not even funny. We took care of business against them this season already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we could beat Atlanta. I mean, we beat in Atlanta. We just took a series from them at home uh, without Bryce Harper, without Gene Segura, without Brandon Marsh, with Odubo Herrera, with Juris Familia. So I think that this is going to be – it's going to be interesting. Like, like in all seriousness, the Phillies can make a run. And I think Dombrowski did his job today. He worked with what he had to work with. Does Ohapi for Brandon Marsh sound a little bizarre? Yeah, because Ohapi was our number three prospect. He immediately becomes the Angels' number one just, prospect. Just, just, just teleport me a month from now. It's just... Um, I can't wait. It, yeah, it's going to be fun in, a, in about a month, Taylor. I'm right there it's with gonna you, buddy. It's going to be funny. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be fun I, I have the same vibes, Taylor. It's going to be a good time. I'm happy you're jacked up about it. Um, How many times have you had these vibes? It's gonna. I, I haven't had them since 08, brother. Uh, <laughs> I didn't buy them in 2011. Vince, Vince help me out here. <laughs> That's a lie. No, That's but, a lie. Yeah, thank you. No, nah, but it, it is a different um No, it's feeling. not. It's a different feeling. Can't you see the, the lust in my eyes, Taylor? <laughs> that's the right term. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, uh, I, it's different. I feel different. I have a different vibe going. It's it's Marsh time, baby. It's David Robertson time, baby. It's Thor time, baby. Harper's coming back. Segura's activated on Thursday. We are going to October. That's what we're doing. I think you're making Vince's eyes bleed. And if you don't like it, get out of town, kid. Because this is Get Philly's the fuck nation. Get out of town. Get the fuck out of this <laughs> studio. I'm, I'm going to the shore with Vincent and his family. 
Well, Donald Fagan is not going to be too happy about that. Walter Becker's ghost either. Uh, oh, Seamus, yeah. I hope you have a great birthday weekend. Thanks, man. I really appreciate I you, you not too. showing up for me, just you know, like my dad didn't. Yeah, have so fun without years. the podcast people that you work with. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, I, I hope you have a great time. Yeah, <laughs> bet. Shut the fuck up, man. I know Barnes, you w- Barnes probably will be pretty fun for you. Yeah. Yeah, my locks Everyone. are gonna close down. <laughs> Everyone make sure. <laughs> wait, wait. wait I, I have, I have. Wait, I have one last one. It's gonna be a COVID outbreak at Barnaby. Box outbreak. Phillies. Yeah. Phillies. Uh, win a wild card spot. They didn't yet. No. No, I'm saying. Oh. I'm guaranteeing you that. But Pat will not be at your birthday this weekend. That's easy. Would you take it? Yeah, because he could just meet me at lose. Yeah. No. No. Oh, yeah, like but that you can't. Whole, no, that whole weekend. No, that whole weekend. weekend. Oh, the whole weekend. Uh, dude, I see him enough. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I listen. <laughs> That's easy. No, I'm Taylor. I know you're Taylor disappointed. Taylor really in thought the he answer. had a stump. I know you're disappointed <laughs> in the answer, but you have to listen to me. I'm not trying to be an asshole trying to show you up on the air. Hopefully, there's not going to be any head show headsets up, thrown. But the the reason is, I see Pat all the time. Do I like to drink with Pat? Sure, but it's like when I drink with Pat, I'm blacking out most of the time, right? So I, I, I only like drinking with I only remember seeing him for about a half an hour. So it doesn't matter. Like, I can pretend somebody else is Is that your best friend? Yeah, of course. He's one of my best friends. Vince is one of my best friends. Uh, You're one of my best friends, (laughs) believe it or not. I I just have a lot of best friends. uh, Because I consider anyone who's nice to me, anyone that takes the time to have a conversation to me, to be one of my best friends. Okay. That's, That's sad. It's a good philosophy. <laughs> it's 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 called being, you know, liberal. That's why I love liberal. sports radio so much, just just so we can call in. Uh, you know what's weird? <laughs> I'm not a friends. big caller. I, I did a couple weeks ago call into Jan Janssen. Uh, he was doing overnights, and our friend Francisco Rojas was producing. And I talked a little Phillies with John Johnson, and it was fun. And he still says, hey, I'm, uh, I'm John Johnson with his 94 WIP Sports Update. But, Vince, uh, if you want to chime in anytime, just let me know. I'm all right. I don't think he wants to chime in. All right. All right. Sounds good. So this has been a highly <laughs> successful edition of From the Newsbleeds in which uh, we got nothing accomplished uh, because Taylor is still not on the Phillies train, and it's it's a real sickness. Also, though, if the Phillies do make the playoffs, I'm feeling another giveaway in the future. I, I think the giveaway is going to come, and I think it's going to be out of the Brandon Marsh ilk. How about that? <laughs> It's going to be out of the Brandon Marsh ilk. <laughs> We're not giving away the fucking Brandon We're Marsh. We're giving away <laughs> the center fielder, Brandon... Nemo? Mm, fuck you. <laughs> Marsh. Can you imagine Matt Cord? Brandon oh Marsh, 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 That'd be sick. Uh, however, he doesn't play basketball. He just plays baseball. That we know, at least. That we know of. What if Matt Cord is Jesus the Christ. replacement <laughs> of Dan Baker? I would hate that. I would hate it because I want him for the Sixers. I think I'm the I think I'm the only guy for the job. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening in tonight, everyone. It was a good time. Peace out. We're headed to McDonald's. Vince had a great time. About to have a Big Mac. It's gonna be great. And you're a Ferrari. Hey, fuck you, Odubel. Oh, but the way Odubel plays his game is dumb. <laughs>